Hello, everyone. This is me, Matt, talking on this podcast today. Today is going to be a very interesting one. Very, very interesting. Now, one thing that I've always known and always wanted to know, but I've also got personal experience in this one. Heart goes real. See, in some ways, do you really think they're real? Do they haunt the night? (laughs) Well, that is just what this podcast is all about today. So, hope you enjoy it. So, I guess real. Well, let's just have a little think about that, shall we? Now, I've heard a few stories, I've been to a few places, talking and hearing about these myths and what they are all about. The thing is, I've actually experienced some of these things. I've seen it with my own eyes. I felt it. Now, this is only my little experiences. Everyone's got their opinions on these certain matters. But I'm telling you right now, guys, this isn't going to be a normal episode of uh, having a yak. No, no. Definitely not. Now... With ghosts and spirits and myths and legends, um, there's one thing that I've always wanted to know a bit more about, because I've always been fascinated in this type of stuff. Always have. See, I've always watched the show Ghost Adventures and Most Haunted, (laughs) and hearing that real eerie, bloody theme music from Most Haunted, and hearing in... uh, Watching what they done on that show was unreal. Now, um, one experience I've actually have had in my lifetime, well, the earliest one I've ever had was, uh, ooh, Jesus, was feeling the presence when I graduated from primary school. Now. Previous, my two grandfathers have died in 1999. Now, like I said there before, this is something that I experienced. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to accept it. But um, this is my experiences. <clears throat> it's not my normal episode I tend to do on this podcast, isn't it? Having the act talking about ghosts today that's for sure <laughs> but that's just the way it goes isn't it so my uh, experiences right was actually oh, very interesting isn't it um 
was when I graduated from uh, prime school. I got all my stuff because you get a pen and, and a cup and uh, all the like a mug type thing, and uh, you get your certificate and blah blah blah. <coughs> but here's the thing, right? You ever feel something? You know, it was like a cold breeze going behind me, and it was one of those things, right? Where uh, you can feel chills down your spine. It's like, ooh, what, there's someone there, ooh. But then I felt something. Actually, I felt two things, actually. I felt one hand on my left shoulder, and the other hand patting my shoulder, then holding it, like grabbing it. Not hard, but just not nice, you know? I reckon it was my two pops there on that night. Um saying good on you good on your son you know good on you good on you Matt now that was my first experience when it come to actually experiencing ghosts now many years later I because uh, I was a bit of a bit of a, a late bloomer uh, for when you drive your car here in Australia you can get your license when you're only uh, 16 for your L plates and you get your uh, P plates at 18 and then you get your full license at 21. Well, I skipped all that and uh, got my L plates when I was about 24, at 22, 23 and got my full license um, about, uh, oh, about five, six years ago. <coughs> anyway, when I eventually got my L plates, this is the second experience I had. I um, went up to my grandmother's, as you know, Nana. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I went up to my grandfather's grave, um, and I went up to the grave, yeah, and I uh, I said, Pop, I got me license, man. Got me license. Got me car license. And again, I felt chills down my spine. Now, I'm not lying. Any, any of this, I'm not lying about, I'm telling you. I felt this real chill down my spine again and it felt like someone put their, hand, their arm around me around my shoulders and uh, actually gave me a bit of a bit of a hug type thing saying you know congratulations boy type thing you know so anyway it's not and that, that was during the day it wasn't just at night time that was during the day now, some people might say that I've got a bit of a fucking psychological bloody bullshit thing, but uh, anyway. But this was another story that I'm going to tell you. I used to know this old trucky. Now, I'm not going to say names, I'm not going to say where, but I'm just going to say the story. But he told me a very strange story. Now, everyone knows the movie Black Dog with um, Margaret Swayze and all that type of shit, Randy Travis and blah, blah, blah. Well, apparently, um, this old truckie told me a story about this bloke many years ago. Um, apparently, what happened was 
is that uh, I don't know if he's talking. I don't know if he's telling the truth. I don't know, but uh, guys, I don't know. But I'm not, I just want to tell you the story because it was creeped me the fuck out. It really creeped me the fuck out. Um, now apparently this bloke he used to push pretty hard. Like he used to get loads on and get to the de- destination and unload and load up again and get going again without really taking too much of a break. Anyway, this bloke told me this story about the black dog. Now apparently, like the movie, apparently what happens is if you if you push too hard and you and you don't really um, take much breaks and you're very greedy, the black dog will come. Now the black dog will come in the middle of the road, like you'll be just driving along, and um, the black dog will come. Now, with this, right, the black dog would run straight towards you, straight towards the truck. And it would jump before you hit it. And all of a sudden, whoosh, it would um, disappear. But it will take everything away from you. Now, apparently this bike crashed and died. I'm not too sure. Don't know if that's a lie, don't know if that's true, but it was just a creepy fucking story of what he told me. Now, the other story I've got for you is what happened to me. Now, with this story, this is one of those things where it was late at night. It was about 3 o'clock in the morning. About, yeah, about 3, 3.30 in the morning. It was pretty fucking late. Now, um, I had to go to a hospital uh, to see someone um, because their baby was um, like a pretty close family member. Um, we, we had to go to a hospital and I, had to, I was going to say, oh, I'll stay here with you, you know, make sure everything's all right. And uh, she said, oh, don't worry about it, it's all good. And all of a sudden, now this was at 3.30 in the morning. Everything was shut. Doors were shut, doors were locked. Uh, all Most of the lights were out. Only uh, for the essential lights, you know. The only essential parts of the hospital were actually still open and still lit. Now, <clears throat> now I actually went uh, this other way. It looked like a real, like an old bit of the hospital I don't know how the fuck I got there, but I got there. Anyway, um, it was a very, 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 very creepy area. So anyway, I went there and uh, all the rest of the shit. And again, again, I bloody felt this chill. It's real chill. This was no good chill. This was a real bad chill. You know what I mean? So anyway, I looked around. I turned around. I had a look, and all I could see was this was this bit of a figure out in the distance, right? Now this figure was probably about my height, about over six foot seven, something like that, six foot four, around there. Now, but then at the same time, as this figure was coming towards me, it was getting smaller to about the size of a, of a five foot eleven, six foot woman. 
Now, do you know the the uh, the old-fashioned nurses? You know the ones with the uh, with the top hat top things and uh, with the white dresses and that. Yeah, well, I seen one of them, and all of a sudden, she had like a normal face on her, but then all of a sudden, she had this real bad look on it, and she said, "Get out of here." You're not welcome here in this part. This is not the part of the hospital. This is a private part. And it was like screaming it. Scared the fuck out of me, guys. I'm telling you, it's really scared the fuck out of me. Um, so, with that, I had to get the fuck out of there. I think uh, if I was going to bloody jump out of a fucking window, I bloody would have been. I'm telling you right now. It scared the living fuck out of me. So anyway, I uh, got away from that fucking bit. I'll tell you that right now. I was able to get to the main desk, um, and that was locked. The front door was locked. The side doors were locked. I thought, how the fuck am I going to get the fuck out of here? Because like everyone knows, a hospital is like a fucking maze. Now, a maze is pretty hard when you're about 3.30 in the morning, everything's shut, everything's locked, all the lights are turned out. It, uh, it really, uh, yeah, got on, got on me bad, so anyway, that's probably sure, fucking scared to shit me. Um, so anyway, we end up bloody, or well, I end up bloody getting to the desk where you can go in, uh, in the middle of the night if you had, like a, uh, I don't know how, what you'd call it, like a, uh, uh, like a emergency department type thing. So I went there and I was like, oh, jeez, thank Christ for that. I was able to get the fuck out of here. But everyone around me looked at me weird, like real weird. And um, I said, what, what are you looking at? <laughs> she said, your face is pure white. Are you all right? I said, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine, yeah, yeah I'm fine. She said, oh, yeah, look at, look like you've seen a ghost. <laughs> yeah, that's because I bloody did, mate. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, oh, man, I went, I couldn't even get, get the car started. I was that bloody terrified. I was like, unreal, this thing was bad, man. But... There was worse to come. Now, if people know the story of Port Arthur, now I know everyone would probably know about the bloke who shot everyone. He's not worth me mentioning his name, put it that way. But I'm not talking about that era. I'm talking about the era of the convicts and what they used to do. Oh, Jesus. Now, <coughs> me and my mother had a holiday in Tasmania and we we're going to go down to Port Arthur. Now, Port Arthur. Hmm. Port Arthur was the main, well this is what we were told, 
Port Arthur was the main place where um, where they used to send the convicts before they went and sent them to the mainland. Uh, <clears throat> now, what the whole job of that uh, place was was to basically um, teach them a lesson, break them, and fix them up, and basically send them out to the mainland uh, so they're more decent people. Now, some of these prisoners were not very nice people. Just give me guys, I'm going to have a drink. Just hang on a sec. Very nice. Now, these people weren't nice. Some of them were very, 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 very bad. Now, there was one prisoner there, uh, off of my memory. Um, there was one prisoner there who hated men. There was one prisoner there who hated women. And one bloke there was actually there because he had uh, intercourse with an animal. Um, now, there was this one building where you had, where we had to go on the tour, and it was with the um, uh, what was it with the uh, with the pastor, you know, not not pastor like like Alfredo, the pastor or pre- preacher, preacher or whatever they call him, a churchy mob. <laughs> um, anyway. So we went uh, to this house. Now, apparently, this bloke was wronged in some way. I can't remember exactly. But he was wronged by the government uh, that was uh, ruling over um, Tasmania at that time, or Port Arthur at that time. And um, so anyway, he had a real grudge on him. And then he said that no, one is, no one's going to be allowed back in his house. So anyway, time goes by, and now these workmen, like I think they were like contractors or builders or something, they were re um, redoing the house or some shit, uh, you know, like fixing it up in that, you know. So anyway, these builders were sleeping one night. Now this old bloke he was sleeping, and he kept on hearing bangs like what, like, bangs like that on the wall like real heavy blood bangs like someone's just got their look, just getting their feet and smashing against the against the wall right now apparently what happened is he uh he woke up he said oh yeah shut up but we'll just we'll just say um we'll just say glenn Shut up, Glenn. Bloody hell, mate. We're trying to fucking sleep here, you know, shit like that, you know. And all you heard was... <coughs> what some, and then and the other bloke woke up and he was choking. Like someone was literally getting their hands and choking this poor bastard. Right, that was one instance. Now we were there. Now we had a nighttime ghost tour now. This is where my... I was more convinced that these things were real. <laughs> now, we went out on a very cold night. Right? Now, this was Port Arthur in Tasmania. Now, if anyone knows anything, Port Arthur in Tasmania is a very, very cold place. Now, this was a windless, 
very cold but very clear night there was not one speck of wind there was no clouds there was no nothing there was just a full moon cloudless and clear night with no fucking wind right so we're walking around went to this house and then as he was telling the story I just told you then he um, he was stomped his feet and scared the shit out of him oh shit you know and now we're all sitting like there was a group of about probably jeez uh, I don't know about um, 20 to 25 people something like that now <clears throat> now we're all sitting around and he was telling the story but then all of a sudden I felt something on my neck it's like oh shit what the fuck's that like, oh, what the fuck it felt like I was getting choked now it wasn't actually choking choke now if you want to grab your hand and put it on your throat just just put it on there and just slightly squeeze right just slightly squeeze and push up it was like that on my throat now hopefully no one done nothing stupid right but that's what it felt like it really felt weird that someone was not even fucking there put their hands on me throat or hand on me throat and started fucking choking me now that is one hell of a fucking thing when there's no one there isn't it and once again felt that cold chill down me spine again because that was the main thing that people will tell you who actually do this for a living type thing like the ghost stories and that type of thing will tell you that um there was that there is like a cold spell a real cold spell um and uh one thing i want to know is what happens when you don't even know they're even there like like what happens when when you feel the culture what what were you supposed to do that's apparently how you know there's a ghost around when it's really cold like there's a brush of cold wind going past that's how you know that there's a ghost around apparently so anyway that was that part it uh scared me a bit i didn't tell mum when we uh when i first happened i told mum later on that was only the first instance that night now we had to go to this building called the honeycomb we went to another place but i'll tell you this one first now the honeycomb was like their sleeping area now the honeycomb was a bad place now, this is where they broke them this is where they uh done all sorts of things right anyway 
there was this one particular bloke who hated people going to his cell. Now, I can't remember exactly why, but he hated people going to his cell. Now, when uh, we went to this honeycomb and we are standing around and, you know, looking around and being all creeped out because it's a real creepy place when, when it's at night time. A real creepy place. So, anyway, with that, this, I seen this, uh, now I was against the wall. So, that, give that a bit of a thought too. I was against the wall. And uh, on the other side of the room, because I think this room was about, uh, say, about 20 by 10 feet, I suppose. Bit, well, probably a bit more, a bit, bit larger than that. A pretty big room. And um, I had uh, stairs so I can go up to the next level and that type of thing. So it was probably, probably 100 by 50 feet long, probably. Or it was a big, big room. Anyway, it was, uh, it was this really eerie feeling I had. But here's the thing. Mum even bloody felt this too. Now, I seen this figure on the other side of the room. Now, it was a very dark figure. Real dark figure. This was not a normal figure. This was dark. This was a real black, shadowy type figure. And uh, it was one of those... One of those type of figures that you kind of feel, what the fuck is this? Like, this is shit, man. And as the figure got closer, it got clearer. It was this bloke in these pajama-looking things. Now, the convicts used to wear these certain clothes. Uh, it was like a white and black patch type deal. I wish I could show you photos on here, guys, but I can't. So sorry about that. Um, but uh, it was like a white and black patch. If you want to, guys, if you want to, you guys, um, know what I'm talking about, just look up Port Arthur, uh, in Tasmania, Australia, and just look up the history about it. It's pretty freaky stuff. But anyway, back to it. Um, now he was getting closer, and he was getting closer and closer. And then he was just saying, get out. And then all of a sudden, he, he was going to come up to me. Like, he was running, he was running full fucking pelt, man. Like he was running full fucking pelt. And um, he was, he was going to get me. Like, he was going to fucking hit me or kill me or something. But then as soon as he, um, he started running towards me, my instincts, I was going to walk back a bit. But I had no more room. I had the wall there. So I was just stuck there and I could not fucking move. I don't know why, but I could not fucking move. It was like I was frozen in time. And then all of a sudden he came up. He was about to hit me and whoosh. He disappeared. And, um, yeah, he just disappeared. It was one of the creepiest fucking things, I'm telling you. So, now that was only my story. Now I can't get mum on because she's actually at work at the moment, but um, I can't give her a call either because half the time she doesn't bloody answer. 
Um, but one thing I will do is tell you about the next bit of Port Arthur. Now, the next bit of Port Arthur was this room. Now, it was um, where the hospital was. Now, you got to remember here, guys, it was in the late 1700s, early 1800s. Not much medical was done. Like, you couldn't figure out what was wrong with people. Now, what was the best thing to do to try to figure out how the body works? I'll give you a guess. That's right. They used to take them down to the bottom of this hospital bit and cut them open and see how things went. Now, we went to this room. It was like a solid stone slab on this table thing. Now, this room was not used since the early 1800s, mid mid. 20s, 1820s, something like that, I think it was. Now, this uh, this slab, I'm going to tell you a bit more about the honeycomb after this, but uh, I just want to tell you that one story about the honeycomb and then I'll get back to it. Um, now, this one thing, this one story that I want to tell you is when we went to this room. Now, like I said, it was like a big sewn slab on this room, on this table thing. Now, you couldn't get any more fucking eerie if you tried in going in this room. Now, like I said, this room probably hasn't been used since the mid-1800s, probably late 1800s, something like that. Now, when someone used to die, one of the convicts, most likely, used to die, um, <laughs> they used to go down to this room. And the uh, people used to cut them up. Now, I'm not talking about chopping off legs and chopping off this and blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about, like, skinning them and um, cutting different things and figuring out how stuff worked. Like, how else are they supposed to know how stuff works if you don't know? If you don't know how the hand works, how are you supposed to know? Or just wave your hand around and, and all the rest of the shit and just hope for the best? No. You gotta do experiments, you gotta do testings and that type of shit. So this was a good area to test out things and write down and see how the body works. So anyway, they got this bloody body and they got the hand and all that type of shit and now you tested that and blah blah blah. But the thing was, right, is that this room stunk. Like I said, this clean this room was clean, it was spotless, man. It was literally spotless, right? So anyway, with this room, um, you know when you go to a butcher shop and you smell that real stale blood smell? It smelled like that. But it was like a human blood smell. Anyway, back to the honeycomb. Now, just picture this. Now you're part of the free convict. You're part of the free settlers. 
and you're a woman. Now, an average population of Port Arthur back in those early days was only about one one woman to, I think, 15 men. That was convicts and free settlers alike, apparently. Now, imagine if you're a woman and these blokes came over on a boat from about probably at six months to a year, two years or whatever it was to get over to Tasmania from England. Now, not to sound dirty here, but imagine how horny those blokes would actually would be. Now, to stop from the man from staring at them and, and really carrying on at them, they used to put up this, like this curtain around where, where the women were because the women only had to sit in one spot in the church and uh, they used to put like a curtain around them or, you know, so they, they so they blocked the view of the convicts and of the other blokes anyway this one bloke I think decided to have a bit of fun time with one of the convicts um, one of the free settlers' wife or daughter or something like that, something like that. and um, apparently what happened was he got beaten to an inch of his life now this bloke was beaten so bad that he couldn't speak and he couldn't he was like more or less um, his brain was was dumb like a real caved in type thing you know um, so yeah that was that's only one bit of what they used to do to him now they used to beat the hell out of him to break him and then to rebuild him it was real interesting, um, like looking at all the history about it, but it was real, yeah, out there. So anyway, now, there was one torture they used to do. Well, I don't think it was really a torture. It was just one of those things they'd done. They used to put on um, these hoods, these, like these masks or something like that, and these big paddle things. Now I seen this at J Ward in uh, Ararat. Uh, it was the same type of thing what they used to do the prisoners uh, as punishment. Now with uh, these paddle things, it was to stop the men from masturbating. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> very funny in that. But I tell you right now, it wouldn't have been back then. Because apparently what happened was they used to have these these things on, these hoods on, these big paddle things on, and they weren't allowed to talk to no one. Silence. Right? Absolutely silence. This was probably one of the, probably, what well, I reckon, probably the worst punishments I reckon you could ever come across, right? You weren't allowed to talk to no one. You weren't allowed to see no one. You weren't allowed to say nothing. Now, if you run into, say, Blow Joe, right? You weren't allowed to say nothing. No, 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 no. You weren't allowed to say a bloody thing. All you had to do was just, you ran into him. Instead of say, oh, you know, what the hell are you looking, you know, what the hell are you doing? You look what you're getting on that type of thing. No, you have to be absolutely silent. Turn around, walk away. If you said anything, anything at all, you'd be in deep bloody shit. Uh, so anyway, 
with that um it was uh it was a very interesting place port arthur very eerie place very scary place in some ways now um with uh with that right we um me and mum we uh decided to go over to this other spot at port arthur and we seen the sign um this is where blah 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 shop blah 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 type thing and uh we went up to the cafe bit where the cafe was and i'm telling you right now man it was the most eeriest thing you'd ever be come across because it was so fucking eerie knowing that where what the this bastard fucking shot so many people um yeah it was just one of those things where it was scary fuck it was scary it was just eerie like you know you know how you get to a certain spot and you it's just real eerie and you, you don't feel comfortable all I'd done was I took about two or three photos and I'm fucking out of there. I said to mum, let's go. I, I can't stay here anymore. But back to that night. All right. Now, uh, so we, we've been through the honeycomb. We went to the house where the bloody where the priest was or something. And we've been to the room where they used to do experiments on the bodies. Um... So, yeah, so we've been through all that. And uh, the bloke said, all right, well, that's the end of the tour. Thank you very much for joining us, you know, blah, blah, blah. Now, it was only, because uh, where the motel was, it was only like a walk away from where the Port Arthur was. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, we, I, I just said, no, nah, no, nah, we'll, we'll drive. We actually drove to the spot, so we weren't going to walk, you know, walk back there. And uh, so we went back to the building and that type of thing, and I was so relieved we actually got back to inside that fucking building because at night time it's very eerie, Port Arthur. Like the old buildings were still there, and it's so fucking eerie and scary. It's just, especially that night because it was so clear and so um, no wind was around, and the and the moon was it was actually a full moon. Funny enough. And um, so the full moon was shining down on the bu- on the buildings, and you can see the moonlight going through all the all the cracks, and that it was really scary looking. Um, but uh, yeah, it was just one of those things where um, where it kind of made you think about certain things about the afterlife, I suppose you could probably say and uh but anyway we went back to the building and we went got back in the car and you know got our stuff and that uh we got like a certificate saying that we survived the tour or blah 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 and whoever if he is listening to this right now i don't i doubt very much that he is uh the bloke who took us on the tour he was absolutely fantastic i highly recommend the tour and uh yeah he's a he's real good he's a great bloke and uh he uh he knew his stuff put it that way he really did know his stuff so i definitely would recommend going over to port arthur and um 
Tekken tour. I hope you can survive it. But uh, anyway, we went back to the motel room, and uh, it was one of those uh, one of those type of nights, like I said. And because uh, we had to travel back up to uh, up to Hobart, I think it was the next day. Because we only stayed, I think it was only for one night. I think we stayed there for. Um, anyway, so so we, I, we went to bed, and um, all of a sudden I felt something in the room, and I got up, and uh, and then all of a sudden I because. Uh, you know how how you how you get that feeling where someone might be just looking at you, or, or someone's staring at you. But uh, I looked over because we had the blinds open. Bad fucking mistake. <laughs> I know that now. <laughs> In hindsight, I would have uh, closed the fuckers before we actually went to sleep. <laughs> and um, so anyway. Um, we went, uh, I, I went, uh, went and got up and went to the toilet, you know, and as you do, and um, went back out, we, we was going back, back to bed and I, was, I seen something, it was very strange looking thing, so I went up towards the window and all of a sudden I uh, seen this big figure, I went, ah, fuck, <laughs> the figure woke up, bum, she's screaming, and uh, she said, what the fuck are you bloody screaming at? I said, there was a bloody as a ghost in the fucking window. And, uh, but you know what it was? It was a fucking gnome. <laughs> so anyway, that was one of those things where, um... <laughs> Where when you got scared for nothing, it was just a bloody scary gnome. <laughs> but anyway, that was Port Arthur. Now, the whole thing is right. Does everyone believe in ghosts? Probably not. But Jay Ward was a very interesting thing too with my mum. Um, I'll uh, see if I can get a bit of a thing for you and uh, I'll play it for you next episode what she experienced now what should I do should I bring up my mate Andrew I think I will and see what his thoughts are of the case Let's give him a ring, shall we? What's going on, mate? You're on Harry Yap Podcast. What's going on? Yeah, not too bad. Yourself? 
Yeah, not too bad at all, mate. Um, now, the topic today is uh, do you believe in spirits? What's your opinion on that? What, spirits is in alcohol or ghosts? Ghosts, mate, ghosts. Oh, shit, I'm... Fucking, I couldn't tell you, man. I fucking don't have an opinion. I've never seen one before. Well, do you believe in them? Do you believe there's actually such thing as like a ghost or a figure? Uh, I believe it's something. I, I don't know whether or not it's how... If it's a ghost or if it's just energy or what. Yeah. I really couldn't tell you. No. As, uh, have you or your family ever experienced some form of ghost or spirit? Uh, no. Not that I know of. Okay. Yeah, right, eh? Um, well, and this is a very quick call, mate, because like I said, I'm on the recording, so I'll talk to you a bit later on, eh? Yep, all right, just catch you then. Thanks, mate. Good on you. All right, you too. Bye. Bye. Uh, so no one's experienced ghosts. Well, no one's actually experienced or has an opinion on it. Well. Anyway. I'll see you soon, guys, for the next episode. Thank you very much for joining me today, and hopefully I'll see you for the next episode. Um, this has been a very scary type podcast. It's just something that I just wanted to do. Anyway, thank you very much for joining me today, guys, and I hope to see you for the next one, like I said, and uh, make sure you go onto my Facebook page and um, send us a message. Tell me if you believe in ghosts. Go onto my Facebook page and send me a message. Tell me your experiences about ghosts and if you believe in them or not. Anyway, guys, I'll see you for the next one. Bye. See you later.